0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have
2: a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't even try to.
3: Joe. You're an idiot.
2: Really disloyal person. This This, is the CUSE
1: Militia. Now, those two unapologetically biased orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most
4: bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Tuesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. Syracuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the Militia. Thanks for tuning in, hanging out with us. We appreciate all of you. This is a show about we don't we, uh, we don't know what the show is going to be about. We're going to talk. Mm, we're going to bring no. Tyler on. Uh, we're going to have some fun and uh, just see where the conversation takes us. This is kind of a little bonus content. Just trying to do something in between games. Is Syracuse having a week off? So, Tyler was trying to get on quite some time ago, and things got. we were waiting for another COVID pause to get him on, but it never happened, and obviously, this is the perfect opportunity to do it. So, Mm
5: -hmm.
4: he will be joining us soon, and just for the record, I don't know... Of course, there'll be a disclaimer afterwards, because I will know, but I don't know what kind of language will be used. It's kind of a free form. I don't have anything up on the computer. I got no notes. I got no box score. I got nothing. So... Um, yeah, we'll just see what happens. So I am blind here. Should be fun, to say the least. So, with that said, this show is brought to us by. Can you guess, Joe? Hold on. I'm stalling here. All right. Um, Take a guess. Go ahead. Subway. <laughs> Subway. No, not Subway,
2: but. Well, eat fresh anyway.
4: Almost as good. ColorCast. ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform, free to download news, talk to us, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time, perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. All you got to do is go to the ColorCast app for free in the iOS or Android source, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the league or group. Follow us at Cuse Militia to be notified when our room goes live, and... You might be saying to yourself, well, what the hell, guys? I already signed up for Spotify Green Room. Don't fret. We're still using the Spotify Green Room. okay? We'll be using that for fan feedback live during that segment of the show all the time. And Color Cast will be something that we maybe do um, either during games or post-game or something like to that effect, some kind of bonus content. But all live stuff for the show. We'll always go through the Spotify green room. I don't care if they're sponsoring us or not. That's where we're going through. So um, if you want to download that, feel free. We'd appreciate it. Uh, Also, Sports Drink. Um, Your digital water cooler, Sports Drink, is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or at social. Go to sportsdrink.org open Instagram and type in sports drink spelled like sports drink without the vowel. So at S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. They do have a, on their website, they do have written content and they got podcasts for all kinds of sports, not just the NCAA, but MLB. Skating. uh, That is not roller skating. That is skateboarding to that effect. Something like that. And also uh, NBA, whatever that is in the NFL. So go there, try them out. Check it out. We appreciate all of you who do so. Thank you. Once again, sports drink and color cast. Okay. Joe, anything to say before we bring Tyler on? Go orange. Go orange. That's right. Go orange. Alright. Alright, joining us now, our good buddy, friend of the show, Tyler Morona, live from Texas. Tyler, how you doing, buddy?
6: I'm doing really well. I'm, I'm tired right now for you know one reason or another. Uh, it's weird being an adult, man, because as you guys well know, you guys have been adults longer than I have, but it's just a tiring, uh, you know, responsibility. Yes, yeah, so
4: the Monday through Friday grind is quite the thing.
6: <laughs> you Dude, never- sometimes <laughs> the Friday through Sunday is worse because like there's Super Bowl, there's I mean, there's all sorts of stuff. Like in this time of the year, it really. I think the holiday season kind of ends now in, in some way, shape, or form. Because, like, you're always making excuses for, like, oh, you know, there's MLK Day coming up. But then there's this coming up. Then there's a the Super Bowl coming up. Like I'm going to overeat for this event, for this event, and for this event, you know. So then it's, like, after a while, really what it comes down to is up from, like, Thanksgiving through Super Bowl Sunday. It's just, like, for me, at least, it's just gluttony wrapped up in a nutshell. <laughs> so, I mean.
4: Yeah, I try yeah. to take, an easy, take it easy a little bit between New Year's and Super Bowl. But Super Bowl is definitely – you know, we don't do anything. We sit home, but there's m- me, the wife, and three kids, and we just do uh, we do the homemade appetizers and just eat until you can't move, and it's fun. It's once I mean, a that's year. The way to go, right? it's, it's once a year. It's all homemade yeah, appetizers. Exactly. You know, we don't buy the frozen shit and, and 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 microwave it. You know, if we make potato skins, we're making potato skins.
6: Yeah, man, I miss the. I, man, I missed the the northeast appetizers. There's just nothing quite like them. And like in the south, it's totally different. Like the Tex-Mex stuff is, the queso is unbelievable. But I do miss like the classic, authentic northeast food, to to a degree. I will I will say,
4: like wings,
6: that type of Yo, stuff. Yeah, dude. Yeah, wings, pizza, <laughs> like all the yeah. stuff, like all the sports food, bar food. It's just not even close to the same. Like it's it's like it's rarefied air
2: up there. It really is. Well, even in even like tenders Tully's tenders. Um, oh
4: unbelievable. yeah, yeah. There's nothing like the Tully's tender yeah. for sure. But and the wings up there are pretty good in, up in Syracuse. But Virginia yeah. Beach has some good wings. And Joe's still in good. You know, you can find the good bar spots. You find the good bar spots. Oh, see Joe, the, the bar right by my house. No. it's called tailgates. So shout out to tailgates. That's where I go. I can walk there, and they got the best bar food, dude. They do.
2: No, no I'm. I've got some wings point where I buy my wings in air fryer, toss them that's, with my own that's sauce. That's a good one too. Yep.
4: Yeah. That's a good one too. And you could do well. We got. I got the smoker, so I do a little smoker and then air fry. You know, f- oh, for the crisp. So it's, yeah, and it's, we got it's so Wegmans
2: good. down here. You know, so I can get some Anchor Bar hot sauce or yeah, I can get some dinosaur Wegmans barbecue wing sauce. Right. Yeah. Like,
3: yeah,
4: so,
2: um,
4: and you know, if it weren't, and Joe, that only makes sense to get buy your own wings these days because I think even the even the oh local god. bar by me is, I believe it's sixteen dollars for ten of them. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So we're we're, we're experiencing yeah. a wing shortage, by the way. Yeah. So as at Wegmans, I, I,
6: I'm thoroughly aware of that.
4: Are you? Okay. Oh right. yeah. Okay, because at Wegmans, you know, the big thing we would go to, we go there to buy wings, and We ended up not because they didn't have any. So what they did instead (laughs) was is they were selling drumsticks, like, you know, Mm -hmm. large packages of drumsticks. Like, 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 no, I cannot be fooled by the drumstick. First of all, I'm a a flat guy. Oh,
6: it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only like
2: four pounds
4: heavier. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's the dark meat. I like the, I like the flats. I'm a flat guy.
6: So
2: with these, you only need two. Right.
4: Yeah, and that's the only ones
2: you need
6: upwards of thirty five. This yeah. You may
4: one. <laughs> yeah, half. and you want to talk about smoking something? You smoke the drumsticks. I mean, you know what I mean. You do it. You do it like European style, right?
6: Well, what, so what's your um, like? Do you have a smoker? Do you have an egg? Do you have a Traeger? What do you have?
4: Oh, I've got I've got a Pit Boss, which is the poor okay. man's smoker, I guess you could say. But it's um, I don't judge. It's a, it's amazing. I mean, it does the trick <laughs> for me. I've had it for two years, and I haven't had any issues things awesome my dad's got a uh what's that um it's another high. hide it's not it's not a trigger it's even more expensive than that if you can believe it or not which those are kind of ridiculous yeah but his does just mine does just as good a job as his and his was twice as much as mine put it that way <laughs> so um anyway but so what did you well let's get this out of the way what did you think about the super bowl Tyler's buzzing. You know, Tyler, you're buzzing for some reason. You hear I'm that buzzing? Yeah, there you go. Buzz. Uh, so better I mean, better or
1: worse? Sorry, it's not. Like, it's not there anymore.
4: It's not there. It's not. Nope. Okay. Yeah. What would you think about the Super Bowl? How about Matthew Stafford?
6: You know, I don't really care about any of the Rams. To be honest with you, in fact, I actually like really dislike the Rams. I think that they're um, they're. They remind me a lot of the Dodgers, and that's because I grew up in L.A., and right. I really dislike the Dodgers. And what's funny is that I'm also a Lakers fan, which is very well documented, so like that intersection is very um, tight, but I really dislike all the other L.A. teams besides the Lakers. So, and as soon as the Cowboys get eliminated from contention, I automatically just switch to the AFC. Which is I'll usually when? When, is that? when
4: is that for you usually? when when that's
6: um that's usually so like (laughs) i was just telling that it doesn't matter to me like i'm i'm like bulletproof to it now so usually it's between like week 10 and seven
4: (laughs) right yeah Mm. i feel your pain bro so it's okay it's this year
6: this year i just at the inception of the season i was just like okay i'm just starting it at week one like i'm gonna root for the cowboys and the chargers at the same time and then, like, inevitably, one of them will get eliminated later than the other. They basically got eliminated the same day, which was tough for me.
4: Well, I mean, we got our one, you know, token playoff game and then got beat by the Bengals. Who went on to win, go to the Super Bowl? So, I guess, you know, you got beat by the AFC champs. It's okay. I can, t- yeah. I can handle that, I suppose.
6: Well, and I mean... <laughs> I don't want to go any, you know, wrong directions here, but the Raiders incurred all of the potential, like, distractions possible. Well,
4: that's but, what happens when you move your team to Vegas. It's
6: very true. <laughs> it's the it, I mean, like, stupidest
4: move. We've talked about it. It's the dumbest move, I think, to line your pockets yeah. ever. Obviously not the team's best interests. Uh, that is a money move and a money move only.
6: Regardless, your coach had to quit <laughs> because of emails. <laughs> right yeah, yeah yeah but but
4: eminem can you know I, I believe if you go through his lyrics you'll find co- co- quite a few things that are uh way worse than anything john gruden said and lyrics uh, he
6: was, lyrics or emails what i'm trying to get to here is that Derek carr the last play of the game like that's just exactly who he is to me like he'll play a good game and then he's very tony Romo, where like the last minute is just like over
4: right but can he read defenses like Tony Romo? It's, I saw a meme that said it's too bad Tony Romo couldn't read defenses uh, like he could in the booth when he was on the
6: field. Oh, he could. He just didn't want to. No, I know. I, know.
4: <laughs> I said Joe a meme the other day. It's a Lions banner hanging in Lions in their stadium that says, "Our old quarterback won a Super Bowl." Yeah, <laughs> that Gosh, was hilarious,
2: dude. I like I said before, I, I wanted the Bengals to win simply because. Back, what, eight years ago in that draft, I wanted the Giants to choose Aaron Donald. And instead of pick right before the Rams, they chose Odell Beckham Jr. And then the Rams chose Aaron Donald. And then Odell Beckham Jr. was on the Rams with Aaron Donald to win a Super Bowl. So to me, it was just like, good for you, Giants. So that was the reason why I didn't want to go with that. I mean, I was with the Bengals all the way. But there were some controversial plays there, too. Oh, the one face mask?
4: He... That was a that was a gimme seven-point play right there. Jalen Ramsey got ganked down. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, there was not a ref that was at the, a good angle to that, I mean, in all fairness. I mean, from, yeah, judging by the replay. Yeah, there was a replays. couple I
2: saw on Twitter, too. Like, there was a play when Rams were going to score where I think their whole offensive line but the center moved before he snapped the ball, and nothing was called. And I, they obviously go on to score a touchdown and then there was another snapshot of aaron donald pretty off sides <laughs> on that last play when he got the sack on joe burrow so i mean uh i just I'm hey, you go to that. twitter and look at them i'm just saying okay if they were your team you'd be pretty upset
4: oh i had way other reasons way more other reasons to be upset about my team last year if they made it to the oh Super no Bowl, i, I, I hear
2: the buzzing now
4: do you yeah it's still
6: going uh, no, 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 no. okay
4: it kind of goes away when you talk so we'll just sign off, Tyler. Go ahead, take over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I God. mean, there's always gonna be something to complain about, right? Especially when especially when you go like almost the whole game with no flags. Like there was very, very few what, two flags until the final five minutes of the fourth quarter.
6: Yeah, I didn't feel I didn't feel bad about the officiating at all. I mean, there's gonna be regardless, I think like as a former player. I think you want to think about, or I would think about, like, you know, just don't get a flag called on you. Like, that's the mm-hmm. biggest thing, right? So, um, you know, being from the perspective of like, if they're letting the boys play, then, you know, you'll start to see the game get a little bit more aggressive. But, like, I don't think the game was like out of hand. Like, I think it was just like a well, very well played game, two of the best teams matching up. And, um, you know, I don't think that the players really did anything to go. You know, warrant some huge flags. You know, sure, there's going to be like a miss here and there, but I think for the most part in the Super Bowl, even as memory serves, like I really don't remember a lot of like big games coming out of controversial calls. Um, Because I don't think players like, I think they're just so cognizant of that in the moment.
4: Yeah, I would agree. I don't remember. I forget last year's Super Bowl.
2: Well, as a player, you get upset, but at the same time, you do understand that they miss calls, so.
6: And yeah, of I think
2: that, you know, you can be honest with yourself, you know, that you're always going to try to lobby for a call. But in the back of the mind, you know, when you get a call, too. So right, I think it evens out as a player. You know
6: what the worst part was about being especially a defensive lineman is like you. I would go up to the ref after a play and be like, hey, you know, that, that dude was holding me. Like, you know, you got to like he was holding me and he goes, OK, like what number for next time? And I'm like, look, don't. No, I'm not talking about next time. I'm talking about, like, what just happened. <laughs> you know, like, don't, don't talk to me about next time.
4: How about look at my number and make sure no one holds me? How about that?
6: <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. It's like, exactly. Like, you're supposed to be looking out for me, not the other way around. I'm not trying to give you, like, he's going to hear the, the op- this offensive lineman is going to hear this conversation, like, no, and see me talking to you and know that, like, he needs to at least not hold for two, at least two
2: plays. Yep.
4: Joe, if you want to talk, I'm going to have to have you use your raise the hand function.
2: Why is that? <laughs> Are you just trying to be funny? Oh, okay.
4: Yeah, because I just saw that Skype now has the raise your hand function like Zoom. They're getting with the program, I suppose.
2: All right, how about this?
4: Oh, hey, 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 does that work hey. that Hey, easy. No? Easy. That does right, not work, sorry. Joe. That's I not your that was, hand. That's raising my, I'm raising my hand. Well, your hand's up there, part of it, <laughs> about 20% of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Tyler, buzzing.
6: Yeah, look at know, him. Man.
4: Look at him. What are you drinking, Tyler? Me? Yeah, ice water.
6: Topo Topo Chico. Oh, Topo it's, uh, Chico. That's yeah, uh, it's like carbonated water.
4: Nice. It's probably big in Texas.
6: Oh, it's it's oh, it's huge. It's out of Mexico. The first time I ever had one was uh. Sorry, dude. My phone is like blowing up. Do you guys have something to talk about? It's like work. People calling me. So just give me. A second. <laughs>
4: Tell them you're doing something very important right now.
6: I, I am. That's what I'm trying to. Look I, I,
4: I mean, Joe and I would talk, but it's going to devolve into probably mask wearing or something like that because there's <laughs> nothing
2: Syracuse to talk about. So. Uh, no, there really isn't. I there's mean,
4: no There's no Syracuse news right now, unfortunately, and so it makes things. But a we little filled difficult. our last
2: coaching spot. Michael Johnson, senior, her junior. Okay. Receiver Full coach, receiver coach, receiver yeah. coach. Okay. So that's, well,
4: that's about good. the only
2: news we had. So.
4: All right, congratulations. Welcome aboard, Mike Johnson, junior. Senior. <laughs> you have a very,
6: <laughs> very, very hard job in front of you. <laughs> yeah,
5: <laughs> you that might right. be
6: that might that might honestly be the toughest job on that staff right now. I think that's the the least talent rich position we have.
2: Agree. Yeah,
4: I mean it's made. It's been improved, I think.
2: I wouldn't say I wouldn't say like experience. It's been wise, depth. It's been definitely. it's been add, we've added depth.
4: Let's put it that way.
2: Our defensive line, but I know we have a lot of talented players coming in there as well. So I mean we got some guys. One guy that decommitted from Florida there. And then committed yeah. with us. Um he came here just because he knows he's going to be able to get playing time. So we definitely have talent on the defense, and more so than receivers. It's just we have experience and older receivers just – they haven't really proven to be very productive.
4: You been watching any basketball, Tyler? Big Syracuse right, so basketball I'm fan, glad brought, are
6: you? I'm glad, I'm glad you brought this up. This is one thing I needed to talk about, something I need to get off my chest.
4: Okay. Can't wait.
6: I literally – so – the NBA starts well before college basketball and really before the new year, which is nice because like I can get a kind of a taste, like a good sample even before the new year. So I can kind of decide like, okay, how's my winter going to go? Like, what am I going to do with my time? Am I going to watch the Lakers this year? Like, am I going to pay to get the NBA league pass where like I have it piped in from out of town? And, um, you know, it's for some, you know, it's a lot for others. It's nominal, I don't know. It's like a hundred dollars for the season to do that. So I'm like, you know, it's it's enough to, like, have to talk to the wife about, like, hey, there's going to be a $100 charge, you know, all this stuff, right? Mm. So Lakers are terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there is no redeeming quality with them whatsoever this year. Okay, so that's been well established. So in my mind, I go, you know what? I need something else to do with my time. I need to watch something. It's probably going to be college basketball. I talk probably more shit about college basketball than any other sport that there is out there, period, probably.
4: Hmm. Not a fan.
6: Not a fan no. whatsoever. It's so the much better than the NBA, watch,
4: though. So much better than the I, NBA.
6: Not, not even close. Oh There's a reason why <laughs> See, the guys in guys have college have to stay for like a minimum amount of time because nobody wants to be there. But before all that, I am a very big Syracuse fan. The two teams I watched growing up was the, I watched the early CBS game and the late CBS game. It was Syracuse always on the CBS, and then it was UCLA. It was a nice, you know, back to back. So I'm like, you know what? This year I'm going to talk less shit about college basketball. I'm going to give them a chance. In fact, I'm going to give the Orange a chance. And I tune into the first game I have, and it's literally my New Year's resolution: stop talking so bad about college basketball. Like I. And the first game I watched was like the 29-point loss to Duke. And I was like, I'm back out. Like, I couldn't even watch one game.
4: I mean, Mm. you picked a really shitty game to watch, though. Let's be honest. I mean, you're three-quarters of the way through the season at that point.
6: I tried. Like, look, I (laughs) I needed something to go back to. And the one thing that I thought that was going to be there for me, I would have taken a 10, a 15-point loss, maybe even a 20-point loss, when it got up to, like, you know, the 30-point range, it was it was devastating. They're just not, so they're I was just like, not I'm, matching up with I'm Duke. escaping one pain to literally go put myself through in a completely other one. <laughs> yeah, well, once
4: it gets up to 20, it's, the pain starts to subside. Then it just becomes frustration and anger. But when you know it's coming, too, it helps. And I knew that was coming.
2: So no, after, that, that game, yeah.
4: Yeah, that game. That game specifically, yeah.
2: So, Tyler, was, you said that was your first game watching, right? Yeah. Like you didn't watch it come leading up to. I watch some. I watch the Georgetown game every year, and
6: oh. I Ugh. normally normally my like my deciding factor on college basketball is like, am I going to watch this year? Is whether or not we win that game. And two years ago, or whenever, because I think we've
2: lost consecutive years now. Yeah.
4: No, no, we beat them last year, didn't we?
2: No, didn't we? Uh,
4: uh, I'm pretty sure we we won We've
2: lost year. two out of the last three.
6: We've lost yeah, two out of three. We,
4: we have. We've lost two out of three.
6: Because so maybe I'm talking like, you know, twenty whatever. Twenty twenty.
4: Yeah, it was the and, year before last, yes.
6: Yeah. And I literally Joe's like, looking now out. I I remember that being like a soul crushing loss and I literally turned to my wife and I go, like, I don't want to eat, I don't want to watch anything, or like even like you know, I don't want food to taste good until three hundred and sixty five days until we beat Georgetown again. And, like, I, sw- I I tried to swear off basketball, like college basketball, that is, until we beat Georgetown again. Because if we lose, like, what's there, like, what is there else to play for besides the national championship? But that year didn't really look like we were going to be that promising based on the fact that we lost to a loser, no-good, morally bankrupt school like Georgetown. So then I'm like, okay, well, if that's the case, then we're not going to win the national championship. So I was like, well, better luck next year. And I believe that was, like, a, a year we had a nice run. So then Katie's looking at me like, hey— you already canceled
2: them. You can't watch the tournament anymore. So I put myself in that position. That was tough.
4: Yeah, I mean so that's
2: always tough with Syracuse. It's tough. You really can't count them out with stuff like that.
4: You yeah, know, you can't because they always. But speaking turn... of
2: Georgetown, we thought that Colgate was going to be our worst loss, right? Yeah, Georgetown's
4: terrible. Have they won a game in the Big East yet?
2: Dude, so <laughs> <laughs> Georgetown beat us <laughs> December eleventh. All right. Yeah. They, Four days later, December fifteenth, they beat Howard, Ooh. and they have not won a game since. So they Aren't have not kidding? won a game in the e- Big East. They have not won a game in Big East. <laughs> Fire Ewing. Hashtag they're Fire six, Ewing. Six and eighteen. Golly!
4: And what are they in the Big East? Oh, Owen. Third. Owen. Twelve.
2: Oh God! I don't even want to look it up. Whatever, whatever they are, they're Owen. Whatever. Owen. Thirteen. O-
4: and so 13. wait a
6: minute. Wait a minute. You're trying to tell me. If, if, I'm, if my ears are serving me, you're trying to tell me that we lost to Colgate in Georgetown, a team that hasn't, hasn't won a conference game.
4: Mm-hmm. That's correct.
6: And yeah. we've beaten
2: other ACC teams? <laughs> that's, yes.
4: that's correct. We've lost some that, ACC that teams we should have won, That doesn't make any
2: sense. I know. And Colgate wasn't. Dude, Colgate scored 100 against us. It yeah. was 175.
4: Yeah. And what have they done <laughs> since, Joe? That's humiliating.
2: It was humiliating. It, so now, and yeah. they are ten and two in the Patriot League, and they're starting okay. to right. pull away in that conference as like the dominating team. But either way,
4: well, we we kind of knew that. That's why I kind of hung my hat on yeah, the but early you don't, season but predictions. You don't give of, up a hundred. I understand. Ever. I was trying to not throw salt in the wound that day. And you know I ended up looking stupid. But I mean if they can win out in the Patriot League, I mean that That whole game was stupid. That whole game was. It was terrible. Syracuse was awful in the beginning of the year. They just didn't know what the hell they were doing. There's too many new bodies on the floor. You know, you'd think that Jimmy being that his dad owns Syracuse, he yeah. would have some semblance of what the hell to do out there, but it even took him time. So
2: Yeah, Colgate went 18 of 43 from the three-point line that game. 18 of
6: 43. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's like, that's like, old, that's like James Harden, Houston Rockets type stuff, man. <laughs> that's crazy. In 40 minutes. Yeah, that's the Not length. That was the length minutes. of the game. That's, that's crazy, man.
4: What yeah. uh, What did work want, Tyler?
6: Well, you know, my boss is trying. You know, he's annoying me for some tiny account that he's trying to give me and then another guy that I work with is saying like he doesn't know the alarm code to sign out and I was like look I'm the newest guy here like I don't <laughs> even know the alarm code like I can't help you with that <laughs> so it's it's just it's one thing after another and then but we're all good we're all good you working from home yeah
4: you're obviously not working from home if there's an alarm code and all this thing
2: what when is work right? now for you
6: I am an insurance broker for Gallagher so I went back into insurance. So I started my career with Allstate as an agent. That was just, that was horrible. It was like the worst job probably mm-hmm. ever. And then coached for probably like a year and a half and then tried to do like the teaching thing along with coaching. And then I really, I missed the sales aspect of life. So then I was like, all right, I want to get back into sales. And then my wife works for a broker. So I went to one of her competitors and interviewed with all of them and, um, ended up choosing Gallagher and, um, one of the ways I found out about that is they insure a bunch of sports teams. So like they're brokers for the Astros out here, and then they have the Cubs and the Padres and like FC Dallas, a bunch of you know. We're talking to a couple other franchises, and I may or may not be talking with a league that I used to play for in college about insuring them. So um, it would be that would be interesting and a lot of fun, and possibly close to you guys so huh.
4: um nice
6: but anyway anyhow so i'm basically just a business to business insurance salesman but it's it's a lot of fun
4: you wear a tie
6: i don't it's nice in houston it's pretty relaxed
2: these days It's called the bolo uh, right
6: <laughs> <laughs> no there's still <laughs> some dudes out there rocking the tie but for the most part now it's like um you know nice pants either uh if you're going to to like a really nice client, white collar, you wear a you know button down, but for the most part, we just wear polos, golf attire most of the time. So it's gotten really relaxed since COVID. But yeah, I am going into an office every day. My wife works from home. This is like her setup over here for work, but she's actually getting phased back into going to work. So she was in the office today, so I figured, it worked out.
4: I figured Texas would be ahead of the ahead of the ball game on the in person work stuff.
6: They. Sure. However, uh, we both work for like national brokers, so oh, like,
4: mm-hmm. gotcha.
6: It it sits at a much higher level than my tiny, uh, you know, little area, yeah. or, you know, right. office does.
2: Yeah, so. I work for corporate too, so I have to deal with the rigmarole as well. Work the optics, s-
4: yeah. Well, of course. I mean, I get it. <clears throat> I I work for a local small business, so. Less than a hundred employees. Never had to worry about any of the Beautiful. federal things that were being coming down the pipeline at one point. But um, it has its it has many advantages, but it has its disadvantages too. So you know,
2: Ditto. right? right? So Ditto.
4: we're gonna stay off the work subject. For out.
2: <laughs> yeah,
6: <laughs> yeah. No, mine. probably probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, think I was I. Go ahead. Sorry. No, not, you're good. I'm not going to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, it's just, it's another topic. I was just, I was lamenting this week about how, um, SCU doesn't have a baseball team on Twitter. And, mm. um, it really, it really kills me. I mean, it really, it really, it really does. Like, I think that more than anything else would have been a really nice, um, ad to have, especially in the springtime. I get that, you know, for the most part, we can't play outside. I mean, would have to like create a facility <laughs> indoors. Yes, but like we could do that
4: in the dome too, right?
6: Need... No,
2: i I think you could figure it out. Maybe.
6: Oh.
4: Well, we we've
2: thought. I think we, if we, they oh. if they were gonna figure that out, they would have figured that out when they just did the however many millions in renovations. I mean, right. I know they do softball in there because that's a smaller field, but you know that. I mean, I obviously we have the stadium for the AAA, but I mean, it's way too cold when. When NCA yeah. baseball starts, it is
6: cold still up there. Well, it's like starting this week. That's what yeah. made me think about it. It was like the preseason stuff's happening now. But my point is beyond all that, I was just thinking, like, you know, imagine when the snow melts and there's like the last two weeks and the team's competitive and maybe we're going on a conference run. I mean, it's like 50 degrees outside and it's beautiful snow melts trees are green and that ball is just flying out of the yard i mean mm-hmm. would, imagine you know just like you know where the tail i think the tailgates for that may like i mean it would be it would be incredible so it was just the image i had in my mind and then above all else like imagine the uniform potential you have on that i mean forget it
4: yeah i mean that is
2: true do you think that there's a baseball following for that though been I mean in that
4: what, area. I mean, you got you got the. Fanful. What are they now? The salt potatoes? What the hell are they? <laughs> that's not what they're called. I have a salt the potatoes Sky jersey. The, who is, is not the Sky Chiefs anymore, is it?
6: No, they're just the Syracuse Mets, right? Oh yeah. The oh, that's, Mets, right. that's right. They're,
4: they're right. the Mets. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They ch- yeah so they can't the even place. get people to show up to that. I mean, you know, they oh, brought I, Tim I, I Tebow to show in up for all that. Time. Oh, I mean, I love I, our triple, team, triple A team here. Is, I, I, we, we enjoy going. We have a blast. I mean, um, yeah. it's a lot of fun. And uh, it, the problem is there is getting people to show up. I mean, you can get people to show up in an area like this. It's just, it's it's in Norfolk. It's on the water. It's, you know, it's a good central location. A lot of military around here. Something to do, you know. Right. So, and it's fun. I mean, you go there, grab some peanuts and beer and um have a good time yeah just
6: have a good time yeah well my my thing is is that um this is founded and i know the reason why they don't have one so i'll fill that in after i share this but so Lemoyne college has been to the college world series and they've they've had guys like start the world series in the mlb that played there how do you get fans to show up to anything? Well, you're good. Well, there's a team or a school that's a nobody's school right down the street. That if you just stole their players or their recruits, like you would, it would be you would be instantly good, have an instant following, and like so, Clemson just like debuted softball like two or three or four years ago, something like that, like very recently. Mm-hmm. That year, they went to the title game for the ACC. Like you can, you can get it going quick.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. You know what Syracuse really needs? They don't oh, need it's your big name. Th- they yeah. don't need the, the baseball team inside the Dome. They, what they need, and Joe and I have talked, this, talked about this before. It's probably been a couple of years. I think it's time to revisit it while we're talking. Is a separate facility for basketball. Now, they just dumped a ton of money into the Dome. We all know this isn't going to happen now, right? But think about if they had a 15,000, 16,000 seat capacity for just basketball. How obnoxious that place could be, and how much uh, how you
2: could go you could go further you could go twenty eight you and fill it every night <laughs> you could man well they how about you now. just go
4: twenty how about you just go twenty go twenty
2: why limit it
4: okay all right well I mean I get it you I only limit it if it.
2: you're afraid to not fill it out yeah I mean, I mean that's 25 true five with mask and vaccine mandates I mean we've gotten thirty plus. All right, so twenty five. Twenty
4: five is a lot. If you if you no, if yeah. you put those people in the yeah, right <laughs> in the right spot, all the way around the court, line the court like Duke does w- with the students, like that's where the students need to be. They need to be down totally on the agree. floor. Totally. Agree. I mean, it's
6: criminal. I mean, it's criminal. They, how they the
4: hide them up in like, Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah it's, they, it's like they're it's way bad. over it's here. Like, it's like, you know, the, these kids and I see them on Twitter. I hate Twitter, but sometimes if I'm freaking bored, like bored to death, I'll go on Twitter and I'll just see, you know, they always they, they got a they got a guy running out army right now. Um, and I, I, his first name is John. I don't know his last name, but uh, they, they do a pretty good job of hyping this thing up and they get the kids in there. The kids are in there. And they're the ones that have been turning out all season. Now, if you could reposition them in a in a place like Joe's talking twenty five, twenty eight thousand, and you and you build this thing upright right uh, for just you know architecturally for noise, it would be absolutely insane. It would be oh, yeah. it would be it I could mean, be the most intimidating place it. to play.
2: They could strategically do it way better though, because the way they have it is they have it right behind that one basket, right. And then if yes. you fill up that spot, then where do you go? You go up to the 300s directly above it instead of, like, maybe both sides of the baskets are going to go to students, right? Or you always see the seats that are on TV, <laughs> the boosters don't show up, or and, and it's just bare right in the front, right behind the benches and all. Like, I mean, I get it. It's tough to have players right there on the benches and everything, so maybe across the seat. But then they have the weird bleachers with all the blue plastic seats, so it's just – I feel like it could be way, way, like, logistically speaking, the, the, um, way yeah. better when it comes to the students. Yeah. It, it's always been ridiculous. I and thought. it
4: sucks for football, too. But, I mean, we're not talking about football, so it's totally different. But it's not great for football either, you know. So, but I get I get football while they put them there and everything. But putting them behind the hoop, I don't know if, I mean, see, Duke can, they have so many. I mean, they're mostly filling that place up with students, right? Same with other places like, yeah. like Virginia Tech. I mean, it's mostly students. We had Giovanni on last episode and he was talking, you know, it's going to be 70, 75% students. The locals aren't really turning out for that game uh, for basketball. Holds 9,000, you know. I don't know what the hell Joe's doing, but there we go. Okay. But I think it would benefit. I think it would benefit. It was, you just made all kinds of noise. I think it would benefit the basketball team to do something like that. I think it would be crazy, crazy intimidating. For anybody, and uh, it would be like, uh, uh, you know, (laughs) Joe, it's too late. (laughs) He covers his microphone. Like, grabbing the thing's not gonna make noise.
2: (laughs) Bro, you have no idea. Joe's Uh, home with sick kids, too, right now. The kids just came in and were screaming, Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Oh, that was incredible. You know, it's
6: like in a movie, like when they just like put their hand over the like the receiver, like and clearly that would do nothing, and they just yeah. speak clearly yeah. to the person. <laughs> yeah, across like
4: them. no one's gonna like, hear with that. No
6: whisper, nothing. Just like, oh,
2: yeah, I hate this person.
6: Uh, hello. <laughs> you know, it's like that did nothing.
5: Uh,
2: <laughs> Sorry, man. Sorry about uh, that. It's okay. It's okay, it's Joe. Fine. It's um, fine.
6: I was reading about that. They had an idea for this when I was on campus. I actually read about this in the Do. Which is interesting that they wanted to put it on South Campus for ease of the bus system, and I guess they had parking plans. Like, had they had something drawn up, and it was going to be in the seventeen to twenty thousand range? That was like an idea floated. But now I'm thinking, like, if you do this, I mean, it changes a lot. I mean, there's a lot of ramifications that go with that, right? So, like, I mean
4: like less like less people when they eliminate all the covid rules and things are back to normal cuz you can put 35,000 in there quite a quite a few times throughout conference play
6: right. for the basketball team. Well, there's that and then you got to think of well, okay, so now when it when we don't sell out for 30 plus that money still is needed. And then it just gets redistributed to each ticket price. I mean, by the,
4: a little by the way, they're running it, it right not. now. Yeah. By the way, they're running it right now. Do they care about money? Is money an issue? And
6: clearly not. So, I mean, I don't know what, you know, I'm complaining about there, but why not just create like another, like, like literally just dome 2.0, like the same thing. It's just like basketball dimensions. Like it's the same exterior no. or something, because like, if it's, I thought, like you just got to do something totally different. like i mean like dome know, jr i i i don't know I, I don't know what this looks like but i'm on board with it for the fact of the matter of like i don't really care that football and basketball play at the same spot i think it's annoying that people are always like oh you know this is one of like the greatest venues of all time it's like dude it's kind of like it's a very bad basketball watching experience like when i was a student, like, what they did like Putting us up like all the way in the top for no reason even though i was an athlete like blood sweat and tears going into the program Mm -hmm. and they put us like in the five you know the top level you know my nose is literally like gushing blood some of the nosebleeds like it was just a bad experience so i i'm i'm all for making it more user-friendly but then you know it's like okay tradition's gone from the the dome crossover you know
2: i don't know i don't know it's it, yeah i mean it would jack that's the reason why up, it's not sure. happening yeah it
4: could be dome jr like you're saying i don't mind replicating the dome just making it smaller if you ever watch old videos of the manly field house that place was raucous oh, that, it was gee. wild i mean obviously i didn't live done. it but joe's got his name on his shirt just in case he forgets
2: yeah right there <laughs> dude i came straight from work bro you're such a dick <laughs> uh, what were you saying I was just going to say they should have modified the dome into a just football baseball, made it big enough for baseball, then made their own dome for football or basketball. So you don't have those wonky seats you got to pull from the end zone all the way down to midfield.
4: With the blue curtain seats? Yeah,
2: the blue curtain seats. I've (laughs) said that before. They're good seats, but it's like, eh.
4: Well, yeah, they're good seats, but I- exactly. There's a
2: reason why they never show that part on TV most of the time. The camera's on that it, side.
4: It's because it's not well hidden. If you, I mean, you have to really be zoomed in on it to not see what's going on with it, right? So you never see it because you can easily see above it and around it. It's more so just for...
6: Yeah, there's... There's probably people that like have you know only watched. I actually I would imagine most people would have watched it and just been like, man, you know, this is such a great like location for basketball. Like, look how many fans they stuff in here. I you remember know, it's probably the best, and then we're just over here like saying like it couldn't be any worse. Like,
4: yeah, know, I mean, right, right. And I remember being when <laughs> back in the Big East days, being there for like some of the Georgetown games. I've been behind that curtain. Watching the game,
2: yeah. Oh yeah,
4: you know what I'm saying. Up on the third Mm -hmm. tier, behind the curtain, with with, you know before the phones.
2: Iverson, Alonzo morning and that's where I was sitting.
4: Oh, with Georgetown, yeah, that's awesome. Oh yeah, was that the one with Where they broke the record a a while back when they got above thirty? Oh no, that was before that. That was before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was was before that. Ninety four. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean,
4: I'm talking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so the one where they broke 30,000 finally, I believe, it was like 97, It could have been, because I was on the
2: side. Like, I was far. Yeah,
4: yeah. I was, was
2: in the 100s, but it wasn't good seats.
4: Oh, 100s would be worse. You <laughs> want to be up higher in that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that'd suck. But yeah, there's some crappy seats there. But
2: Yeah, but when you're 11, that's awesome.
4: Sure, yeah, absolutely.
2: <laughs> well, we'll never do see we, it, guys. Do we need...
6: Thirty plus thousand people. I'm, I'm just. No, like, that's what I'm saying. Twenty. We already eight? have the record. <sighs> I don't think anybody's coming close to that. Like, you know, it's like if we scale down, it's not like somebody's. Just it's between
2: like... us and Kentucky every year. Yeah, with the average, with the average attendance, and something tells me Kentucky's going to get it this year. But
4: well, I mean, that's not. I mean, this dude, is I an asterisk year for Kentucky if they get it.
2: I, I don't think we're really like <coughs> we're not trashing the attendance as much as we're like, how crazy is that? We get that many people. And it's still kind of that bad. Like, it could be so much better, more accommodating, like you said, to where you could guarantee to get however many plus. And right. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, troughs, I'm just a big
6: dude. fan of. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a very big fan of going to places where people come away going like no bad seat in the house. Like, clearly there are better seats than others. But I just think that's—I feel that way about uh, football games at the dome, man. There's uh, really uh, most not that football many bad games seasons.
4: anywhere, right? Most football games anywhere. I mean, yeah. it's, it's hard to have, you know, a bad spot.
6: I don't that's like I'll tell you, though.
4: Yeah, I agree, Joe. Those
6: are those are those are not as good. I will admit on that, but um, the UH University of Houston Fertitta Center Basketball Arena—that thing is like—that thing's a nice rocket you know. arena. I'm not kidding. It's They're amazing. a good team. Yeah, they are.
4: basketball team is pretty damn good. That's what
2: I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Well, it's because they have an NBA arena as their home court. And what I'm trying to say is that, like, if you invest that or if we had that ability, I think we might kind of, you know, be a top 10 team as well, which UH is. And they had, like, a top five recruiting class in the country. Like, how do you do that? It's like, well, okay, you can come. You can come to a big city, which, you know, Syracuse doesn't have, but right. if we could flip it and say, hey, you practice in Mellow and then you go play in, you know, mix junior st- junior MSG, it's a better sell.
4: You have beautiful weather, which Syracuse doesn't have, not for basketball season. So No. Unfortunately. But it is nostalgic <laughs> during Christmas though, Syracuse. As a kid growing up, it's a good place to be for Christmas
2: Bro, I remember That was just part of the deal you, If you're going to a, a Syracuse game, most likely You're going to make the walk up the hill in snow
4: Yeah, freezing your ass And off.
2: I remember sliding <laughs> down cruel. that damn hill Oh yeah
4: that's Yeah, well that's how it, we man. grew up I didn't realize uh, growing up that There was places in the country that didn't get snow I was like, what do you mean you don't get snow? There's no snow?
2: Yeah. I was like, it is what it is, you gotta deal with it Yeah,
5: exactly <laughs>
3: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Searching for NBA playoff coverage? We've got you. The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, gives you an inside look into the world of sports. Hosted by former NBA sharpshooter and Duke legend J.J. Redick and sports writer Tommy Alter, The Old Man and the Three offers unprecedented access to the league.
0: So, which is why I moved south.
4: I mean, I've been here 20 years now, and I i, I mean, I, I i would never go back. It's just too cold. I just can't deal with it. Subpar, like... Didn't
6: you guys get snow this year, though?
4: We did. Got We got six inches. Joe, how much did you get?
6: I got three.
4: Okay. Yeah, we got six inches one time, and then we got a dusting like a week later that shut everything down. The problem here is, is that when you get snow... <laughs> We don't have plows, so when it melts during the day and then the sun goes down and it goes down to twenty eight <laughs> degrees, it becomes yeah. it just becomes one big patch same, of black ice.
2: Same problem here.
6: So
4: the buses weren't running for school. I mean, school was off. It's just for like a week, almost. It's like till yeah. Know. When
6: school's done, it's over, man. Like it's a wrap. Like the that week is just over.
4: All you have to do is threaten snow around here, and school will shut down. Like, they won't even. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, well, what if we drop our kids off? Can we go to school then? Because their big thing is the buses, you know, the liability of right. running the buses and, and all that stuff and the right. side streets <laughs> around here. Hey, I opposite. can get them there. Yeah, I could get them there. And plus, my son walks to high school. So, I mean, hello, let's do this, you know? They sent home, did nothing, did, uh, they call it, see, now that they have this ability to just send the kids home with their Chromebooks and have, uh, have them have a, an agenda for them to, to, to go online and take care of things. <laughs> it's like, you know, since they, since they've done that, they, um, they don't think twice oh, about c- shutting things down. No, and yeah. just sending them home with the work and being like, oh, well, you know, it's going to snow. It's, go ahead. Here's three <laughs> days worth of work that, that I have a seven-year-old that I've got to figure yeah. out. You know, it takes me three hours to figure the shit out. And I'm like, by then I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. Let's yeah. try again tomorrow. Because I figured
6: it out, <laughs> no, okay? Man, I, I feel <laughs> you, man. This, was, this is a point like maybe not one and maybe not one a or b or, or or c but somewhere in point of why i'm not teaching anymore or never really got into it in the first place was like all the all the stuff that's just like tyler we can't we just can't do it that way and i go that's just not how it was in business you know you just got to get it done and so anyway so it's uh, yeah
4: it's pretty much a yeah, blanket man. across the board <laughs> with all that crap yeah
6: I was thinking the other day, how preposterous would it be if your boss right now is just like Sean, look, I know you worked all and I you worked hard, but that wasn't enough. You gotta go home and fill all the rest of your time with more work and I'm just gonna call it homework and you better have that done tomorrow. And if you don't, I'm docking it from your like pay. That's essentially what happens yeah in school. Yeah. I'm like that's just that's mind blowing to me mm-hmm. that I I as a student put up with that. What, I should just been like no see, way like what do we do here?
4: It was just normal though growing up to get homework that I would bring back to my now <laughs> wife who would do it for me. You know it was just normal <laughs> back then. <Right. laughs> All through high school, uh, I, I didn't touch homework until I met my wife, and uh, she did it for me. In fact, uh, truth be told, my wife helped me graduate because the things were so lax back in 97 when I graduated. There was no like standards for anything, right? So, if you did your homework and you passed your homework, you could flunk everything else, every pop quiz, every test, finals and oh, yeah. still pass <laughs> with a 66. So, <laughs> so nice. that's what, I don't remember what I got. It was above that, but we didn't do the letter grades. So, uh that's what I did. I brought my homework back to uh my, my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife, and she did it and she did a fantastic job, got me through school. So, I really appreciate that. Shout out to my wife who helped me pass high school.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right, Joe? Right? Yeah. Um, Was it still like
4: that
1: when you were
2: a kid? No, I didn't have a girlfriend to do my work, so I just didn't do it. (laughs) Look at this bragger over here. A guy that had a girlfriend in high school. I mean, come on. Doing his homework. Wasn't she like three years, four years younger than you? She's three. Hold
4: on. Wow. She's three. She's three years younger than me, but she was only two grades behind me. Oh, okay.
6: Yeah. All okay. right.
4: So yes. she was really
6: graduating <laughs> at the same time. It's like when she was like a senior, she's like, "Oh my god, I can't! I have to do this all over again." No,
2: that's how Sean sold it. He's like, "Look, if you do my homework, then you're gonna know what's coming up, and you're gonna be—you'll get like, like a, a straight hundreds. In, yeah, you'll be able to get into Syracuse. <laughs> it'll be great."
4: Well, she did, have the She went
2: to, to the test.
4: She did her undergrad at ESF. So. Uh, oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah, she did. And uh, we used to get back then, student section tickets were like five bucks. And that w- that I took for granted, guys. If I ever yeah. could go back in time and redo something, it would be to soak that in a little more.
2: Especially considering the years, bro.
4: Exactly. Yeah.
2: I yeah. mean, she was probably there 2000. 2000-
4: it was two so it was it was ninety
5: nine
4: two thousand ish, something like that, two thousand one, somewhere around there, ninety nine. Yeah. So um yeah, but I took it for granted, man. You just go there and you drink beer and you're just partying with the kids and just being raucous and those were the good old days. And uh if I would have known that I was going to be leaving and, and, and moving here, I would have soaked that in a little more. I really would have. That's one of the, my regrets growing up once I became an adult and could drive is that I didn't soak enough of that shit in. Because, you know, you look back on it, you're like, man, what a missed opportunity. I had two years to do that.
6: Yeah, but I mean, we pick opportunities as long with that stuff. I mean, I, I feel you too. Like my wife and I were talking about the other day of just being like, um, we know someone that's like our, something to the degree of if the story kind of like, is clear in my mind that there's a really wealthy family that's sending their daughter to college, and she's like, "No, I like," or she's a sophomore right now. That's what it was, and she's like, "I, Dad, like, look, I'm at A and M. This is like, you know, whatever school. It's not like I'm at Harvard." And she's the daughter of the president of our company, and she's going like, "Why don't I just, you know, not fin? Or like." pause right now and start working for you and lower the company and see what happens. And then I'll reassess if I need to go back. And, um, and my wife and I were just like, no, that's the worst idea possible. Like literally do delay your responsibilities as long as you possibly can. Like be in college. Yes. It kind of sucks because you have no money whatsoever, but it makes a $5 ticket like way more special. Right. Yeah. I wonder what they are now. I mean, they're not much. They more. probably can't I mean, they're be. What, still, 20? Like, subsidized, you know, with the, you know, to whatever <laughs> right. the yeah. ratio is. But yeah, you know, I mean, it's
2: like you, you got to take advantage of these times. Yeah, yeah, because there's a certain type of freedom that comes with that, right? I mean, yes, Absolutely. you're still doing work, you still got the homework, and this, this, and that. But there's a there's a different responsibility level when you go from there to every day being an adult. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. It's, it's, it's not funny that bad that you
6: said that your wife graduated you, Sean, because Michael's wife will say that um, she has an undergrad and master's degree from Syracuse, and Michael does not.
4: Oh, <laughs> she, she did that much for him, huh?
2: Uh, allegedly. Yeah.
4: Allegedly. Allegedly. How's Michael I, doing? I, I,
2: I, I was <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. Um I
6: don't need any NCAA people Well, to
4: this. at one time, Joe, did we ever confirm? Is his wife a SU or, um ESM grad? Yeah. Oh, she is okay, okay,
6: probably so. yeah, we talked about that.
4: did we, okay, all right, well, no need to relive it then is there <laughs> 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 um, what else, what else what else you got tyler you 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 asked to come on
6: I did. A
4: while back, and we I we did. we ran into some snafus, and basketball season's kind of hectic. Life for Joe and I is um, hectic, and it just so happens that this was a perfect day for for me, anyway, to be able to do this because, um, you know, the kids are being good, the wife's gone, and uh, I know it's been some time since you've been on. Not only that, but you've been trying to... We tried to plan this out earlier, and it just didn't happen, so um, – and you're still buzzing, but that's fine. We're all used to it by now. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's okay.
6: It's okay. Listen, the, the – bu- I'm not I'm not the buzzard. Um, no, man, I think a while ago I was just like um, – I was just thinking, I was like, man, you know, I, I, I miss talking to these guys. You know, it's like uh, there's w- – when you're deprived of the camaraderie, the brotherhood, you know, the – the, the family aspect of it. You, you need to get it back at some point. It's like a prodigal son returning home or something. Um, you know, so I, uh, that's a long way of just saying I missed you guys. And Thanks, um, it's, it's always you too. good to catch up. And it sucks that, like, we didn't have a nice ceremonial time. Like, the first year we were friends where, you know, we're winning 10 games and Joe's getting obliterated at the Camping World Bowl. <laughs> you know, like, there was just a lot to talk about that. You're like, we haven't had much to talk about. So I figured, well. <laughs> I just have thoughts in my head that have been like kind of building up. No, I've shared a lot of them, but um,
4: every time Joe calls me, the picture of him on ESPN going it comes up on my phone. I
6: <laughs> I will, I'll never forget that. Every year I say like, "That's I, why I, I let it ring to voicemail,
4: plans. Joe," so I can just look at it. Oh, is that why? Yeah, Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always call you back. Always. Go ahead, drop Tyler. of
6: the hat. I'm there. <laughs> um, no, I put my holiday plans in escrow every year, and then um, this year it was incredibly frustrating because I, I we were five and s- five and seven. If I'm mm-hmm. remember this correctly, yep, yeah, okay. I
4: I believe some one of us called that at the beginning of the year. I can't remember who it was.
6: Regardless of who called, probably the that one or not. that just brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I was so far off with six and six. That's like, I yeah. Know,
2: Like I was
6: one year off or something.
4: Rutgers, Rutgers screwed you. Actually, Tommy DeVito screwed you. Actually, Coach Babers screwed (laughs) (laughs) you. I'm just gonna send the blame right up the ladder on that one. <laughs>
6: I can't even believe, it. dude. I forgot Tommy DeVito was alive. To be honest with you, like as, soon as he transferred, I was like, "Who cares, man?" Like this guy. I mean, it's just so. <laughs> this team is so frustrating, man. And it's like it's not like I have to be out here, and it's like in my office there's a Syracuse helmet, and then every Monday people waltz in and like, "Hey, man, how Syracuse do?" I didn't get the chance to watch the game. I don't have ACC network. I'm just <laughs> like, "Why are you asking me this shit, man?" Like you know, we lost. We had three weeks, I think, to get like th- one win. Like I yeah. said, I put my whole holiday plans in escrow to, like, okay, if Syracuse makes a bowl game, we're canceling everything and we're going to this game because it's, like, it's just finally such, like, a monumental achievement for this team. We've gone to, like, three bowl games in 20 years or something like that. <laughs> and, and I'm just telling <laughs> my wife, like, it's more uncommon that we go. It's, like, there's a chance with the statistics, as they are, like, I won't be able to go to another bowl game until, like, my kids are in high school. So it's, like, I gotta I got to... And I don't have kids. I don't even have one. None, there's not even one on the way. Like, if you catch my drift, like, you know, yeah. it's, just, it's.
2: I'm really upset. Not <laughs> a lot. All my
5: sports teams,
2: but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, hey, look. I think dude, that, that's how I was feeling. Why, that's why I went to the game. So I was like, I don't know if the next time they're going to be a chance to win a 10 game. Uh, he and, was there. He now. didn't
4: even think twice. It wasn't even a question with him.
2: Well, you gotta go. I mean, I would have if
6: he, if he I didn't may have just less left country. I would have gone. He may yeah. have
4: less freedom now. Joe has Joe has a little less freedom now. Things are a little different for Joe. A little, a little less.
6: <laughs> a lot
2: of less.
4: <laughs> so it's a good freaking thing you went, actually, Joe. That was a good pull right. right there. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Because no, guess what? They make a bowl game next year if she can't go. I'm not
4: going. G- here's the deal. I was just about to tell you. <laughs> the next bowl game is going to cost me a fortune. I'm going to have to bring <laughs> four other people with me. Yeah,
2: yeah
6: that's, <laughs> you know? that's, it's like, that's a tough scene. Uh,
4: uh, you know, the, the, the kids love it. My wife loves it. I mean, hell, she was begging me to go to. I'm glad we didn't now. And that would have sucked. But she was begging me to go to Blacksburg <laughs> on a whim last weekend. I'm like. Oh, <laughs> for the
2: basketball game?
6: Yes. Yeah.
4: It's a five and a hour, five and a half hour drive to Blacksburg. Which is a beautiful, oh, beautiful place.
6: Nothing. It's just like going to the grocery store.
4: I mean, Charlottesville's you <laughs> know two and a half hours away, so that's more. You know, I was kind of looking for the UVA uh, game before the before the schedule came out, but that was a home game. So Charlottesville is a beautiful place. I would love to I know, go. To I've the been UV to
6: Charlottesville. I'd, I'd love to go see a football game there. Um, actually, most of the the stadiums that are in the ACC are actually good. You know storied places like you and know we, that'd be a great um thing to do but it's like why would i go why like why would i do that like mm-hmm. if i'm not guaranteed a win
4: well i'll tell you hard to yeah. hard to sell well i wasn't i wasn't banking on a win i guess you never really try to bank on a win but we have so many near us like i'm only three and a half three hours from joe and he's what do you joe where you're at now half hour from two at least two wake Forest and nc state right
2: uh, Wake Forest is about two, two and a half hours. Oh, okay, me.
4: my bad. All right, so they're not they're in, in Wake East Forest, because like, they're right, not they're in Wake, Wake Forest states states
2: anymore. Less than half an hour. Okay. Yeah, um, perfect. Chapel Hill is like forty-five minutes. Okay. All
4: right. So there you go. Right. Oh,
2: nice. Okay. Yeah. And Duke is in Durham. That's about thirty minutes too. So I went to that game a couple of years ago.
4: Right. There was twelve. There was you. That's right. There was you and twelve other fans there, and they were Duke fans.
2: Other <laughs> it was cold. There was <laughs> yeah, lot <laughs> fans there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was like the second to last game of the year. Yeah. It's cold. Yeah, that.
4: But yeah, I mean there's you know, uh when the when the kids get a little bit older and, and um and I'm not so damn busy at work, it'll be a whole lot easier to take a take a trip down to the Carolinas and do some of those and hit Charlottesville. I gotta be honest, I love going home to Syracuse for a game. But first of all, it's like the furthest drive out of all of the places they play in the ACC. <laughs> it's the furthest drive <laughs> for me. They're going yeah. to Miami. Yeah. Well, true, true, true. But, uh, you know, or Tallahassee, right? So, um, you know, it, it, is, it is nice to get home. But when I get home, I do go home for games. Like if I go home, I'm not wasting that trip without going to a game. So I plan my trips back to Syracuse Certainly not. around games. Right. And my mom hates that. That's, and, and I get it, I get it, you know, because I'm there for the game, on, I hang out mom. for a couple of days, and then I'm out, you know? <laughs> Why and, don't
2: you come, Mom?
4: You know my mom, <laughs> yeah, Joe. She's, she's like, I'll just watch it at Brad's, or the Caboose.
2: Yeah. It, See, that's how I am when I go home, except for this last time, because you needed, you know, a negative test and all that fun stuff, so. Right. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. I mean. You missed that Wake Forest overtime game. That would have been a nice one.
4: Yeah, it would have. That
2: would have been a nice one.
4: But it's God, tough man, getting home for was, just a game, man. And in, sure. in the past, dude, we were past were so few years close
2: of early to get that six win. There's so many games. I know. Well, that state, is, I know. Clemson, we were before the right Florida state
6: was, game. Man. That was on the day. That was on the day of my wedding reception, dude. I was like holding up the show for that game because it was in California, and I was like, I'm not leaving until this game's over. I know we're gonna win. We're gonna beat this team. Again. Just crumble.
2: Mm. Yeah. Some bad calls, but hey, we're playing Virginia this year. After we took their uh, offensive coordinator and quarterback coach, it's just not in Charlottesville and uh,
4: Syracuse. See, I know that sucks. It's in the Syracuse. Yeah,
2: yeah. They're What's, saying um, I was up. I was up home uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, and there was somebody saying that they were like doubling the tickets for uh people fans in the nosebleeds. Really? Well, price. we have yeah the price.
4: For basketball games?
2: No, for football. Oh,
4: oh, got you. Oh, got you. Coming up. Coming up.
2: Yeah. Well, because they have seven home games and Notre Dame is finally coming to the Dome. So,
4: Oh, joy.
2: <laughs> no, dude, this, I'm just saying. The schedule, dude, is did you Are you looking at that right now? To say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. This is rough. Yeah, just throw Purdue and Notre Dame on our non-conference. That's yeah. fine. No big deal.
4: Why Which Notre Dame should should not be non-conference. <laughs> Why would
2: we do that to ourselves is exactly what I thought when I saw that. Dude, this
6: is a murderer's row. All right, so listen to this. All right, so I'm just
2: gonna read the entire schedule.
6: Why
5: not? Well, week
2: here? one, Louisville still got Malik Cunningham. Enough said. <laughs>
5: All right, so we know that football though.
2: Preview real
6: quick. Uh, so Louisville, UConn. UConn's probably still in shambles, I'd imagine. They are. Purdue is a very legitimate Big Ten team that can yep. beat anybody at any time. Then here's where it gets interesting. The Friday night game, which we're like 1,000 and 0 in, we play Virginia at home. Then the next week, we have Wagner. Okay, there's a little bit of a break. Depends on
2: who's better. Wagner might be better than UConn if memory serves, but whatever. <laughs> well, it's tough. It's it's a good thing we get our, our uh, only bye week the week after that tough Wagner game.
4: <laughs> yeah, that really <laughs> helps us out. <laughs> <laughs> we got sure. screwed on buys last well, year, too, they, by they, the way.
6: They, they saw the rest of the schedule, and they're like, they're going to need this. So it goes home for NC State at Clemson versus Notre Dame at Pitt versus Florida State at Wake at BC. I mean, that's just... The ACC was like, okay, who do we screw again? Hit the Syracuse button.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's a question of who they screw. The yeah, ACC hates I mean, Syracuse. Why did they even let us in? Just to pick on it's us? Really,
2: it's, like, it's really a wonder to me. They let us in before this.
4: For this, so we could be the dog that gets so kicked we have, around. No,
2: they did. Yeah, We could be the, the, the punching dummy. Yeah. They did, I'm telling you. Yeah. We could be three. We could be three and two after that, and then fight for the rest of the season to get three wins. Well, I love this is this is my favorite part of the whole schedule. They're probably
6: like, okay. Well, Notre Dame has to be on their schedule just because it's, it's that year. Where's right. the most inconvenient place to put it? Well, is it between Clemson and NC State, or is it between Clemson and Pitt? Let's
2: do the Clemson and Pitt one. <laughs> away at Clemson <laughs> and away at Pitt. At least at least Pitt's losing Kenny Pickett and a bunch of those guys. True. We still have to bring they, in a new quarterback. To,
4: well, he's not new though. He played a little bit. He's decent. I forget his name. Who the backup for Pitt? I don't remember him. I remember him being decent. I don't know his damn name. Of course, you can put me. How on the would spot. you know his name? Nothing. Kenny Pickett.
2: Kenny Pickett almost. He was like in the Heisman or some. Sh-
4: didn't he play you know a name? little bit though? I didn't. I said I don't know his name. I said I don't.
2: Is
6: uh, Jerkovic coming back for uh, uh, yep. BC? Mm-hmm.
2: I don't like that. Um, I don't either. So basically, Hartman, Ed Hartman's coming back for Hartman. Wake Forest, too. But Wake Forest had a bunch of seniors. Like, they had like six super seniors on defense and a bunch of seniors as far as receivers go.
4: Hartman's going to be tear it up next year. Hart, Hartman
2: t- will be there, but they got a bunch of young guys they got to fill in. Sure. Right. Okay. Florida State still going to have that young quarterback that runs. Why is Louisville our first game? I don't know why that, I mean, dude. It should be Wagner, UConn. You know what I mean? But, Just get like if you.
6: All right, whatever, man. I mean,
5: this
3: yeah, is a okay.
4: I-, I take back what I said. <laughs> Maybe if I wasn't thinking about Pitt. Because I have no clue who this guy is.
6: So the guy that we saw play a backup that we saw play last year was the BC backup.
4: Maybe yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Brock
6: of. or whatever, or some Meyer bro. I don't know. He was huge. I mean, enormous, like mountain of a man. He was like six seven or something. like that. And he that.
4: came out and he did a fantastic job too. If I remember, but he, that. Was split in Grissel, right? he, he
2: was splitting time with Grisel, right? He was at the true freshman that was going did. back and forth.
4: Yeah, but they they were like, having their own contra- quarterback controversy at the time.
2: Dude, that guy well, was massive. Because Jerkovic was hurt,
6: and then Jerkovic true. came and he back. came back out of nowhere, out of the clear blue sky. Yeah, he was just mm-hmm. like, yeah,
2: my injury's over. The
6: next yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, the next it week. Was the yeah.
2: next, I, didn't, I thought he was almost done for the season, and the next week I'm like, oh, man.
4: He was supposed to be done for the season, and we never expected to see him, and then he, he came back out of nowhere, r- rose from the dead like Lazarus. <laughs>
6: Literally, <dude. laughs> That was insane. Because yeah, because Grozell. Like, yeah, he's definitely not playing again. Like I don't know why you would think that. Literally, the next week he's, he's starting.
4: Yeah, Dennis Grozell. Did we already say that?
6: Grozel? Yeah. Who's that?
4: Dennis Grozel. That's the dude. What dude? That's that's the BC quarterback. That's pretty decent. But I guess it doesn't matter, right? He's oh, going to be a oh, backup uh, anyway. Uh, that, but he's the one I was thinking of, is my point.
6: It, it, you know,
4: going around my ass to get to my elbow, and that's my fault. Because I, you know, screwed up.
6: No, you're good. Yeah. Um, What's Clemson going to do? Was, is Clemson like, going to be any good? I mean, they lost everybody, essentially. Yeah,
4: they're going to be about mediocre, right? They'll probably be about the same, right?
6: I mean, they lost every one of their coaches. They all got head coaching jobs, and Venables is gone.
2: Oh, like OCs and stuff like that. They still got Dabo, right?
6: Yeah.
5: Yeah.
2: I mean, they were starting to come along a little bit better. You know, I think um, they they got players around, obviously. they got, But I think that, you know, you know, just as well as anybody, Tyler. That you know, coaching changes can change some things. No matter how talented your your team is,
4: this is the tell yeah, year. This is think, the tell year for Syracuse on that end of things because it has been a rough ride with the coaching staff for Syracuse since Dino's been there. I mean, it's been obnoxious.
2: So, <laughs> well, I think, he, I think he rode the he rode the wave off of some, of, you know, Scott Schaefer's players, but also. You know, he had some some coaches around him that went and got head coaching. I mean, once – uh, what's his name? Lynch left? Lewis. Lynch. Coach Lewis. Sean Lewis. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I always want to say Lynch. Yeah, Lynch Sean Lewis. Lynch is still on staff. Yeah. Once he went to – Kent, what, was he head coach at Kent State? Yeah, like once he went there, like our offense just sputtered. I mean, part of that was obviously Dungy and, the you know, the offensive line experience, the receivers, that kind of stuff. But – um, he had a huge part of it, I believe, too. So I think
6: you're right. We they also went just all got in.
2: worse at every position on offense. Yeah, so, I mean, they so. went all in. We finally have an offensive coordinator that's not from. I mean, just think about it. Like he brought in his guy Sterling Gilbert, head coach for McNeese State, <laughs> to be offensive coordinator and quarterback coach. And now we just brought two guys in that to. have been working with each other since 2013. Right. BYU. I like the that a lot, Oh, it's yeah. huge. I think it's huge because you have a guy that I mean, they literally turned Taysom Hill into an NFL quarterback. Yeah. So if they can do it to him, well, I mean if that's... anyone's gonna bold. Okay, we can pump the brakes on that a little bit. <laughs> but
1: uh, but what but did he no, say? He's, bullets? He's,
2: he's he's a player, you know, he's Yes, I,
6: I hear you. I think that Virginia has especially when they were there outperform their talent level and that's what we need syracuse to do routinely and that type of player is coming in that overcomes coaching if you will that they just go out there and you know you know well i'm not saying we're going to be a five-star factory you know no have nick saban be our coach but um i think the the you know the the toughest thing though ultimately will be um you know what kind of coach views Syracuse as a destination job with the pay and the amenities and all that stuff. You know, it's that's the intersection of man that you need to go find. And then you know, it's probably a guy like Coach Babers, but the performance
2: doesn't justify the desire to be there. Of course. Well, it's money, right? I mean, I'm sure yeah. Venables was getting paid plenty.
4: Yeah.
2: At Clemson I, I, until they, he waited for a perfect opportunity, right? They
4: they came off of of money though, right? We'll never know how much money they came off of, but they had to have come off of some for the football program. Anyway.
2: Oh, they definitely did because they added more coaches. I mean, they have more specific coaches. And like I said, that's
4: what it takes. I mean, hello, you're not going to, and
2: it's not even Taysom Hill as much as what Bryce Perkins, Bryce Perkins was a highly rated, you know, guy at UCLA went to Virginia and they turned him into, I, I believe he's in the NFL now. Right. So, I mean, they've proven themselves, and um, you know, I just I expect leaps and bounds from you know Garrett Schrader and the offense. To be perfectly honest with you.
4: Yeah. Well, that's going to be key. Right I don't there. know, man. So, well, it's, I think it's possible. I'm always an optimist, though, sure. when it comes that's, to this stuff. No, that's fair. I mean, <clears throat> I'm always an optimist when it comes to this stuff because how else is what else is there to be? I'm not going to be. You know, I just don't set my expectations. But. I gotta imagine. But is it Garrett Schrader's
2: passing, or is it our receivers?
4: Both.
6: Yes.
2: Oh, dude. I, I think
6: it it's p- one I more than the other. A couple plays in my mind. I think it's Garrett Schrader's
4: passing. If I had to choose one more than the other, it's about 60-40. How many drop passes were there last year? I mean, it was ridiculous. S- several, yes.
2: Num- numerous. Yeah. 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 I feel like there's a lot, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that you have some guys that. They run their route, and then they kind of just stop, stop. give up on the play. Yeah, we talked about Garris that is totally. one of those guys where he was extending the play. Now you get the scramble drill, run to the open spot. We've always talked about that. I mean, and you got to be able to have that as a receiver. Like, okay, this is my route, but just in case, I need to be able to, you know, figure it out. You know, go to the old schoolyard ball, just run to the open spot. And I think right. that we had nobody Fun, soft, that could pop, do
6: that. It's in zone. Yeah. No, and we just – we didn't have anybody – like, it felt very –
4: Effortless. There's no – there was just – the effort wasn't there on some of it.
6: There's no effort, but I think it was just, like, like a lack of – I don't even – it's, like, there's no – I don't want to make it sound, like, so simple, but, like, fundamentally, there was no, like, awareness or, like, there was no, like, um, you know, oh, like, if he doesn't hit me when I stop – then I should maybe do something else. Like, it's
2: very really like robotic, <laughs> yeah, almost. Right. Like, yes. Like it's oh, not a natural movement,
6: right? Stop. You know, I ran my little five yard out. That's the end of the play. Like, there's nothing else I could possibly do. On this
2: play. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. Out. Why improvise? You
6: know,
2: it's like this, well, he didn't yeah. throw it to me. I'm not open, right? Like, no, right. that's it must not suck for him. You know. <laughs> yeah. he gets, I mean, he gets I, I saw that a lot too. Is more or less. I mean, that's confidence, but that's also a lot of just being coached up. And I just don't. Again. I expect a lot more out of these coaches. We made a lot of coaching changes and I feel like we kinda went in the wall a little bit to get some of these guys and I don't think they're gonna be here forever. I think that they're short term guys. I mean this Jason Beck O C for Virginia is very close to getting an offensive coordinator job somewhere. So Sure. Um yeah. I mean, this is like again, I think that Wild Hack and Dino, they went all out to to try to <laughs> save Dino's job, like we brought up before, Sean. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I mean, this is it for Dino, and I love Dino. I'd love to see him. I'd love to see him be a staple. Just got. He's got to turn it around. He's got to be competitive, and you can't be competitive really if tough. you don't have the right coaches, and you can't get the right coaches right. unless you you have money. And Syracuse not known for dishing out the cash to to bring in the the talent needed to be what they used to be, even back in the McNabb days. I mean, let's be honest. Really, right. that's when. That's the last I remember it being, like, gung-ho, exciting.
6: (laughs) I feel good about this, yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I, I will say that stuff that people don't know that happens behind the scenes, like, they've really revamped the fundraising department. And they've actually brought talented people into that department and they're making that an effort number 1 from the student athlete side like they they're investing a lot of time and effort into the student athletes to make Syracuse University a better place to just be period despite the obvious drawbacks which I thought is a huge step forward i mean even going as far as like you know putting in plans to help you know folks with um, you know, either, you know, free sports mental health counseling or free like sports psychology training, like things that were an afterthought, like not even like, you know, stuff that you can hire a 40,000 a year professional to come do, um, you know, that, that was off the table. They wouldn't think about that. And now those are just like, you know, routine things that they have set up in place. And that's due to, you know, them thinking outside the box in the orange club and they're doing a lot better job at reaching the alumni and, um, You know, because really what it's going to come down to is that I I see it down here in the South vividly. You got to pony up no matter what for stuff. If you want stuff, it costs. Yeah. It's like where are all of our alumni that actually like – we need to find the 10 that are rich that do like football and hit their line constantly. That will change something and then it will snowball.
4: Events. I mean here's a number of things you can do
2: no you get what you pay for right yeah right. that exactly. is so true in so many different ways in real life
4: yeah uh anything anything we have well we haven't touched a lot i waited this should have been <laughs> we, we there's a lot of things that i expected to come up that did not perhaps for well, the well, better
6: what's your first what, what's the first,
4: uh, first one, uh, one? I, I don't know i don't know just in general I just didn't know what we were going to be talking about, so I'm glad that we, we, we did get into some SU stuff. I didn't know if we were going to make this thing totally different or what, but I think it's good. I think we talked about some really solid SU stuff, by the way, some stuff that doesn't usually come up, so that's good.
6: No, I'm with you. I a part of me also wanting to talk to you guys as much as I do is because you guys actually like share a big part of what my interest is that nobody else around me does which is Syracuse athletics. So right. part of me is always going to want to talk to you guys about that. Cause I just don't,
4: well, don't we'll definitely get to do it. If yeah. you're, if yeah, you're exactly. right. And if you're game dude, we'll, 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 I mean, you know, once basketball ends and we start looking ahead in the summertime and we, we need spots to fill, we can do this again and we can, dude, we can, anytime, we can, man. we can do part two which should be fun. But this this turned out no, to be something funny. quite
2: constructive actually. Huh? What? No, it's it's funny because that's why that's how this podcast started.
4: So, and, yeah, this I so mean, real quick it, and we never talked about this, so this is something real quick we could finish up with. This show was this was always supposed to be game breakdowns and just shooting the shit amongst a couple fans. Like Joe said, I think the analogy that I remember talking about over five years ago now, was just to be it, it, create this show as if we're sitting at a bar, drinking beer, and talking about the game. And most of the conversation is supposed to be kind of pedestrian and just just talking about the game and what's going on. And that's what we've stuck to, and that's what, make, that's what I think has made it popular. And we always said, and I've said before, but if 10 people listened, we'd still do the show because we enjoy... We just enjoy doing it, and plus, I spent a shit ton of money on equipment. So, <laughs> <laughs> but even on top
2: of that, though, right? Like you did podcast, you podcast before we started this podcast, right? I did. I played you know, around in podcasting. That you like enjoyed to do? Yeah. you had some equipment and stuff right. like that. So I, you, I, I you always loved out radio, to your brother. Right? Yeah.
4: yeah, I always loved radio, and so I played around in podcasting. And uh, I always wanted to get into radio. And when I really got serious about it and I looked in and they're like, oh, well, you got to work for X amount of time for free, which was like over a year It was like 18 months. Like, well, I can't do that. I got freaking bills to pay. I can't do that. Is there any other way to do this? (laughs) If I go to school and you're going to pay, you know, at the time, I think it was like $30,000 for school, right? Broadcasting school or whatever communications. And I could have went to OCC or whatever. Right. And then, uh, I'm like, okay, well, what do I make when I get out of school? (laughs) It's, fucking peanuts, guys. It's nothing. So I was like, screw it. So then all of a sudden podcasting (laughs) came along. I became a carpenter. Podcasting came along. (laughs) (laughs) Podcasting came along and then I was like, okay, well, let's try my hand at this. I screwed around with a little bit and then I was like, you know what? I want to start an SU podcast. So I got with my brother. I'm like, dude, do you want to do an ACC podcast? Because he's a Duke fan that grew up in Syracuse because he just wanted to piss everybody off in my family. And yeah, so he became a duke, including guess. Joe, because Joe. So, so Joe was a childhood best friends with my brother. Sure. And uh, you know, I'd be up in my room drinking beer and smoking pot, and they'd be, you know, doing the typical little brother best friend shit at at the door and all that stuff, you know. So, uh, uh, <laughs> but Ryan, my my brother was like, dude, why don't you talk to Joe? I bet you Joe would love to do that. So. Uh, I had my cousin on for the first couple episodes. Aw- awful. I love my cousin. I love my cousin TJ. <laughs> it just wasn't working. I needed. I needed someone more analytical, right?
6: So well, what was he doing? Just like reading, like the. Uh... No,
4: I don't know. It just was playing around. This thing was nothing at the beginning. Uh, <laughs> we were just playing around. I was just. It's
2: still on Spotify, isn't it?
4: you ever No, I don't think those well, episodes exist anymore. I imagine
2: him just like I'm just going to read
6: the New York Yankees schedule real quick. <laughs> you
4: know, it's just like No, 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 nothing like that. But uh, once I talked to Joe, so I actually talked to Joe and 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 uh, I recorded our conversation. It was like episode 3 or something like that. Without four. me knowing. Without him knowing. I recorded Oh, the I con- heard
6: this part. Yeah, I I did hear this part.
4: Oh, okay. So I recorded the conversation and then the next episode I just played that me and Joe talking. And I went back and listened to it, which I don't do anymore because I can't stand the sound of my voice. But I used to listen to just see how it was and how the quality was and all that. And uh, I know how I feel. and, (laughs) and, and, And so I listened to him like, this is excellent. I hope Joe's on board. And so anyways, here I mean, that was it. That was it. Joe came on full time next episode. And then that was it.
2: We just and my whole point was I agreed with it because I lived in a place where I could talk to nobody about Syracuse sports.
4: Yeah, if he if he never moved to North Carolina, he said this maybe last episode or the episode before. If he never moved to North Carolina, this might not happen. And and here's and here's something. Here's something I'm going to gush. I get it. I'm going to gush on Joe. Joe was always my brothers. uh, Always my favorite friend of my brothers. And he had he had numerous. There were some good kids, but I always loved Joe. Um, his dad. Even hung though out. you
2: beat me up with no, you had the I size head of
4: butted damage. you one time, <laughs> and I stole your shirt or something like that. But I thought it was my brother's, by the way. And I stomped it in mud or something, and he was getting picked
2: up by his it dad. It was concrete. <laughs>
4: <laughs> he wet concrete.
2: He Remembers. It was wet Holy concrete. Cow. Okay. I so, thought he was a bully when I was younger. i ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs>
4: Oh my gosh, Joe! Just to my little brother and his friends—that's it. So, anyways, well, yeah. <laughs> anyways, to gush on Joe—he was always um, um, my favorite of my brother's friends, and I love Joe. Joe's a Joe's a genuinely good dude, and he's a he's a class act. And I love him. And and here we are, over five years later, doing this, and it's it's awesome. We have a blast. So. And we get, you know, you get into the COVID talk and some of the political things that happen in sports that you need to talk about. And, you know, you get a ton of hate mail and people stop listening. And I mean, all oh, that's fine. That, that comes with it. I think to to actually have people care enough to to let you know they're going to stop listening to you because you think one way or another on something is a good sign, whether or not they listen or not. I mean, it's whatever to yeah. I me. Mean. Well,
2: there was that one email? There was that one email that said <laughs> he was what the guy said he was going to stop listening because what I said I wasn't Because you vaccinated. said you wouldn't get
4: vaccinated. Yeah, there was just there was one guy that specifically said something about the vaccination, but I've got so many like through COVID, I got so many nasty grams through COVID with the things we would say or mock or whatever. And here we are. It's funny because I, you know, I've posted things on Facebook on our page about <laughs> being in being able to attend games that were yanked and I got warnings, and I got suspended from Facebook for the wow. for the Qes Militia account. Never on Twitter, but on on Facebook for the Qs Militia account, saying things like you know cloth masks don't work, and we should all uh, being <laughs> being in outdoor venues is fine. We should all just get back to normal when it comes to sporting events, and you know. Here we are two years later or almost two years. It was August. It was, I remember the, it was around August uh, about two years ago, be two years this August, so a year and a half ago roughly, where I said that and they all got yanked. And here we are. and Now we know that that's actually true. And I'm not saying I'm a genius or anything. I'm just saying the laws of viro- virology stay the laws of virology. So, and, I'm, and, hey, look, it's not coming from me, man. My wife's the smartest person I know. So I listen to her. Listen, I think she's, you know, is she smarter than Fauci or not? Which because which one's <laughs> more scary? Well, she which one's nice more scary? Twice
2: and one time. <laughs> yeah, that's <not> true. <laughs> <laughs> so
6: do you have um, I feel like you've got 20 more minutes on COVID.
4: Oh, know? dude, I got <laughs> hours on COVID. Don't give me start. Don't get me and Joe started.
6: It's more you. I like so imagine imagine like on the podcast app right now, like on Apple Podcasts, it's like like we you say like, okay, one more quick thing and there's still like an hour left on the ticker and people are like looking down like, like
1: okay, oh wait, what happened? Quick.
6: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Two quick things and we're out of here. And so it's like ETA till done like three hours left.
4: And it's not easy if you really think about it to sit here and, and shoot the shit like this for this long with no agenda. And have it be good.
6: Not also be in the same room too. I mean, I, I oh, will yeah, tell that you too. when I have like gone in and either had um, a show briefly in a studio, and then like done spots in person. It flows so much easier because like you can just like make eye contact, and then you know when somebody else needs to jump in. Like it's 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 way harder to do it remote and um, like how I used to podcast like. It really took the wind out of every like when I was done recording an episode like dude I felt like i had just gone through a game because like I was doing it through the phone like no visual whatsoever right. and, like a total strangers like helping me out for no reason whatsoever like you know just and I'm like trying to you know, put tough. together some sort of you know flow th- I don't even know what the hell I was trying
4: what to do was the there, one but, the like, one the one that got me where I was. I just I'm like oh my gosh to to just be Tyler right now it would be so cringy was I think Justin Barron if I'm not mistaken was it
6: uh prob- the recru- after I um, I did like three recruits in a row I remember just like I think after that episode like that was the second to last episode ever of that podcast. like it killed I was
4: you you like, You're dude, like it's
6: I'm over man.
4: <laughs> dude recruits are tough because they're young they expect to be directed through things right. Like, we did the Malcolm Fulton. No, they don't one. want to
6: say, like, no bulletin board material. Like, they don't want to put anything, like, it, it's just, like, they're trying to be pros without already being pros, but, but like,
1: they yeah, are yeah. trying
6: to figure out yeah. who you are. Right. You know, it's like, I don't give a shit about anything. I just want to, like, know who you are, and they're just like,
1: no. Like,
6: <laughs> no, you will not.
4: Like, you, you ask a question, you ask, like a, like, a question for 20 seconds that's supposed to be a little bit of, there's supposed to be some depth to it, and you get a, yeah, and then there's silence. It's like, uh, okay, so uh you Yeah know,
2: probably.
6: <laughs>
4: what?
6: And he's like, uh hello, I answered your question. Like, can we move on?
4: Yeah, like next. So
6: Yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy, man. It's
4: difficult. And that stuff's hard to coordinate and we've done it and it's fun when it's done, but my gosh, man, I just like coming on, throwing on the green room and coming on here with Joe and in you if we're going that out and just have fun like that. Like it's too much pressure. And it's not our style to really have like to do the guest thing, but you know the thing with Malcolm Folk, that was fun. You know, I did a, a that was a lot of fun. Yeah, and I just want to see him play now. At this point, right? He'll be a <laughs> red shirt freshman, I assume. Right? Yeah, so. yep, he will be. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and, be like twenty
6: year old freshman.
4: Yeah. but it's uh, it's, it's it's fun and it's well, worth it I, when it's I'm, done. I'm, it's just tough to do. You know?
6: Yeah, I hear you. I think. Um, you guys just toy around with doing like maybe some like 10 minute interviews or something. I'm happy to, you know, make some introductions for you if, you if you'd like. I mean, it's it's really not not a big deal on my end. You know, nothing nothing crazy. Just like, hey, look, just get introduced and then maybe you find rapport with somebody else. And then at least it's just one extra person to, to bring on, um, whether it's for basketball or football or. You know, just some local or, you know, I don't know who, you know, some homeless guy talking through a payphone. I, I don't know, you know.
4: That would be fun. fun. That would be fun. That'd be like yeah. second to you, a homeless guy through a payphone. If you could line, if,
6: if you could, I'm, I'm close. I
4: know one, actually. Uh, if you could line that up for me, that would be a- a- excellent. The problem is finding the payphone. Yeah, that's.
6: Yep. Yep. That, that is true. They'll uh, call Collect. They'll call you Collect. Via yeah. Skype.
4: Uh, <laughs> can, can you do that I'm sure you can um, okay I think that's it right I mean we could keep going like I said we should just do part two later on we'll get yeah, you back on do part two, we'll, we'll do another freestyle episode so um, look Tyler thank you so much we appreciate you for coming on. I'm glad we could do it during the uh, the week off um Joe was to truth be told, Joe was a little nervous. He's like, what are we gonna talk about, man? I gotta be, I gotta have some structure, man. And that's <laughs> just how I'm built. That's how he's built. I knew it when the phone was ringing. I'm like, he's gonna ask what we're talking about, and I'm gonna have to tell him I don't know.
6: <laughs> so, and then he's gonna ask me I'm, again. I'm, I'm humbled. I'm humbled by your. Um your vulnerability, Joe. It just goes to show, you know, uh, that's that's just you guys are brothers. You know, you don't need to have an agenda when you see a family member. You just pick up where you left off.
4: Exactly. See? It was like nothing, and it's true. And, and, and it's it's crazy because we know we met through social media. Uh, I met you in true. person one time. I brought you to Trappers 2, the only time they had the loudest fucking band <laughs> in the world on. Dude. <laughs>
6: And then, and then we couldn't I even talk. Okay, okay. Before before we continue, now, this is this is very brief. Is very very brief. I didn't know this at the time, but since then, that stuff happens to me always. Like I, you, like had nothing. It was me. Like I affected you that day. I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> I believe that because that's not how 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 T two rolls really. It's never. I've never seen that. It's a me thing. Okay. Well, I'm it's glad you can thing. take some of the responsibility for that, Tyler. I appreciate it.
6: No, it's 100%. <laughs> like, um, dude, I got, yeah, I got, I got plenty of stories. Um, yeah, man. No, no, nothing but stories. Like, Ryan Norton, our, our kicker, there was, like, when we were in New York City, like, the one day that he was there, I was also there. So, we, like, got lunch, and that was cool. And then, like, Omari calls me, and he's like, uh, Palmer, I may have told you the story, may have not, but... He calls me too. He's like, "Hey, I'm at Toyota Center. He would be fine with me telling this story." He's like, "Hey, I'm at Toyota Center. Like, I finally got the call for like the big league show, WWE." And I was like, "Dude, that's fucking awesome! Like, congrats!" And he goes, "Yeah, but like, I really need some weed like right now. And I know that you live in Houston, so like, can you get that hooked up for me? Because like, I'm not going on stage or you know, to some degree of like, um, but like, it's just like all the time. Like, it happens all the time."
5: And then, <laughs>
6: Like there's just stuff like that. Like there's a guy. We go to Trappers too. There's a guy making out that is playing lead guitar for this band. It's his birthday. He's playing guitar while making out with his wife in a pizza shop that I've never been to. It's like how do you?
4: It's so Syracuse, that? by the way. I don't know. <laughs> it is so Syracuse. Oh, Good times. Tyler was like Tyler was like oh, I'm gonna go. I'm leaving. I'm
6: like, oh, <laughs> My we ears were like bleed. Like dude, they had like. The Amps turned all the way up, and they had like mics next to the amp, like to bigger amps. Like it was so loud, and my sister, poor gal, she's like twenty or twenty-one. I don't even know how old she is at the time. From New York City, and she's just like looking around, like, "What in the hell did I decide to do?" Like this is just yeah. Anyway,
4: it was excellent. It's a memory, right?
6: So um, it is forever. I'll never, I'll never forget that.
5: Exactly,
4: exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, we will do this again. After basketball season ends, after Syracuse sy- shocks the world, and makes it to the sweet 16, like I predicted. <laughs> uh, Joe, stop I it. hope
6: I hope they do. Uh, I hope you're right. Okay.
4: Uh, after that happens, we will we will definitely have Tyler back on. It was a blast. It was loose, it was fun. And we appreciate you, Tyler, for coming on. Uh, we will be back here Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. After. Syracuse faces Boston College for the second time. Can they start another streak? Let's hope so. For Tyler and Joe, I'm sharp. Right here. Peace. That's it. That's all we got. Tyler's still buzzing. Like, all, <laughs> he sounds like a He sounds like a.